0: If there's one thing we know about Hampton Roads, it's that we're an amazing area with a lot of different cities and counties. But if I'm keeping it real, we've got a bit of an
1: identity crisis. Are we Coastal Virginia? Are we 757? Tidewater? Or is it our favorite Hampton Roads? Either
0: way, we are very connected by way of bridges and tunnels. But how well are we actually connecting on a community level?
1: How often are we sharing our success stories and shining a light on our communities? When was the last time you met someone and really connected to what they're doing?
0: It's okay if your answer is, I can't remember. That's why we're here. I'm Stephen Abbott. And I'm Kara Mims. We're both realtors with Abbott Realty who love to serve our community. We're here to keep it real and share all things 757. From real estate to community and everything in between.
1: Let's get connected, Hampton Roads.
0: All right, everyone. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're so excited to feature Abbott Management, our sister company that specializes in property management solutions. We have with us Matthew Abbott, Senior Property Manager, and Shirley Smith, Principal Broker. Welcome, y'all. Well, thank Thank you, Stephen.
2: Good to be here. Good to see you guys.
0: And Kara, I think you're going to start with the first question.
1: I am. We're going to go ahead and get to know you guys a little bit better. So let's start off with you, Shirley. Where is home
2: originally? Um, And if it's not in Hampton Roads, we want to know where it is. Okay. Originally, it was in North Carolina. And the reason that I'm here in the Hampton Roads area is because when my husband and I got married, he was in the um, shipyard in the apprentice school. He was in his second year there. And so when we got married, I relocated from Raleigh to Newport News, and we've been here ever since, so we consider this home now. I love it.
0: I've got a follow-up to that. So um, how long have you been in Newport News?
2: 54 years. Wow.
0: That's amazing. So it is truly home. Yeah, I'll say it it is home.
2: (laughs) It is home now. Aw. Do you go to Raleigh a lot? No, not so much. Well, we're glad to have you. Well, thank you. It's so good to be here, and it's good to call this area home.
0: It is the best. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Matt, a question for you. So part of the purpose of this podcast is that we want to get the message out about why Hampton Roads is so amazing and so special. So for you personally, what's your favorite local spot that you
3: consider to be a real hidden treasure that
0: you think the listeners should hear about today?
3: Gee whiz, that's a toughie because that's having to narrow it down to one spot. And you know, we have so many great places here. I mean, you know, we've got the Virginia Living Museum, we've got the Mariners Museum, and so many different places. But if I have to if I have to truly answer, I believe there are two places. And I just can't say one, so I'm gonna have to that's okay. share two. And we'll the first two. the first is gonna be surprising to most, but it's Buckrow Beach. And it's actually the mornings of Buckrow Beach. It's actually a Saturday morning down on the beach, really before the crowds arrive. Not many people, just seems like it's the locals and they're walking their dogs. and, And there I am with a book and no cell phone and it's peace and it's quiet and it is a spot. But at the same time for me, another hidden treasure and there are more people in this spot, but it's completely enjoyable is Merchant Square in Williamsburg because it's a perfect family spot and there are families all over the place and you can walk up and down and, and learn about our history but enjoy a meal afterwards. And And that's just how diverse our area is, I think. Okay, great. I like
1: both of those. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of appealing more to the Buckler Beach because I love the water. It is but a, both are great. It is a
3: gym <laughs> for sure.
0: So and just in case any of the listeners aren't familiar with either area um, – Buckrow Beach, just give a little synopsis of where it is, what it is,
3: and same for Merchant Square. So Buckrow Beach is down in Hampton uh, off of Fox Hill Road. It's on the bay, and it is just a uh, beautiful area. If you're down that far, you can easily continue on and go see Fort Monroe. Uh, And there's some restaurants down there. And heck, while you're at Fort Monroe, you might as well slip down to Phoebus and uh, just explore. It's a a great place to explore. Nice. And Merchant Square being... So Merchant Square, if you're not familiar, is uh, in Williamsburg. And it is um, literally right across the street from William and Mary. And uh, when you park your car, because there is a parking garage and there are also some uh, spots along the road and some open areas to park, uh, and parking is plentiful. Actually, um, you can walk into Merchant Square, and you're able to walk all the way down to the original capital in Williamsburg. And they're just very. There are a lot of different shops. There are a lot of re- you know there are a couple of restaurants, a lot of different colonial shops, and uh, people are dressed in colonial outfits and. Um, doing skits, and there are taverns there where you can um, slip in and get a bite, but you have to get a reservation. Yeah, I
0: recommend that. <laughs>
1: Good advice. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful. It's, um, I believe, it's the largest open air museum in the United States. No, I did not know that. And, That's great. Um, it's just a real sight to see. So check it out, everyone. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for sharing.
1: It's right in our, right in our backyard. That's I it. love it. So Shirley, let's talk about family. Maybe what's one fun story or one fun thing that your family's always talking about, gets everyone laughing, puts them in a good headspace?
2: Okay. Well, anytime our family gets together, we have a great time together. It's just a great family unit, and we do laugh. We laugh at any mistakes. It just seems to be a fun time to get together, and we always look forward to it. I know there was once we had our daughters and son-in-laws, grandchildren at our home, and we had the grand dog there, Gracie. And she was a runner, always had been. They adopted her, but she was a runner. If there was a door open anywhere, she was out and gone. So many fun chases after her. But this time she got out so quick, and we had all the family, all the neighbors out looking for Gracie. And when we finally came back home, she was sitting on our deck waiting for us.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. She was like, where'd y'all go? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's right. She was waiting to get back in. Right, right. Because it was a hot summer day, and it was cooler inside. Absolutely.
3: She got hungry from running around, so
2: she. I guess she came turned. back. She yes. always,
1: always come back home, right? That's right. Always she home. always did.
0: Funny. I, I love like that. Mm. Well, thanks for sharing that. All right, Matt. This one's for you. If you could go back and give your 18 year old self one piece of advice, what would it be?
3: Well, goodness me, one piece of advice. Well, I'll have to keep to that one piece versus the two from the last question. Slow down. You can down. give me your top two. <laughs> slow down. Slow down, I think, is really the best advice. Just slow down. And by that, I mean, you know, slow down can go in a lot of different avenues. Uh, but I think COVID really taught a lot of us the – power of slowing down. I'd like to believe as I've gotten older that I, I try to slow down a little bit. But, um, you know, the world just demands so much of us instantly. It's, it's always an instant response, instant return call. And we've allowed ourselves, you know, to become um, instant. And that's good. I think in a lot of ways, you know, technology has helped us far more than it's hurt us. But in time, but but in terms of our um, mental well being and our physical well being, I think each of us just needs to find our own way to dezone and decompress and slow down just for a little bit of time. And I hope COVID did that for people because I think mentally, that's really important.
1: Yeah, good advice. I hear self care in there. There you right? go. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, ma'am. And that's a good that. point. For sure. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, that's right. So question for both of you. How long have you been in property management?
3: You know, this is a tricky question because now you're trying to age (laughs) us. You're trying to age us. I'm
1: trying to see how much vast (laughs) experience we have with us. So, Shirley.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, I've been in property management since 1979. I started my career in property management with Abbott Management and still here. I was in the accounting department to begin with and then gradually moved to the rental home department and then all of property management. And it's just kind of been a passion. It just kind of grew on me. And I really like what I do in property management. And it's really a career. It's not a job. And that's how I truly feel about it.
1: Right. That's awesome. What about you, Matt?
2: Gee
3: whiz, I would have to say probably close to 25 years I believe and for me it started out part-time, I suppose um, you know and uh, and kind of then became full-time but like Shirley, we love it for probably the same reason even if it's I think with Abbott what's so different, Maybe than other companies, and this takes us a little bit away from the question, is that you are. We really have a team like way in which we operate, and there's there's you know the old phrase there's never an I in team,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and certainly in our property management division, I don't think any of us have ever been eyes, and it just makes the job that much seamless. It makes it just really quite enjoyable. And, you know, that's one thing I really greatly have enjoyed over the years. We work hard and uh, and we have proven results. There you go. Yes, you do.
1: Great combination.
0: So both extremely long-term in property management and both very passionate about it which is wonderful and how it should be it's it's excellent i'm wondering though if you had to identify one thing that you love the most matt i think you may have just touched on it but the one thing you love the most about being a property manager what's that one thing
2: i find that no two days are ever the same every day is different
0: today you're and on a podcast <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> well we can have her back tomorrow
1: yesterday we were not
2: And I've never been bored. And I say this a lot of times when I am interviewing potential new employee candidates, that I've never been bored a day in my life since I've been working for Abbott, that every day is different. Some days are opportunities and some are not. But I do enjoy what I'm doing. So, you know, I just like the difference. And I like, as Matt said, I like all of the people we work with because they really make the company and we have great team members. So working with our employees and every day is different.
0: One of the things that we have kept as a kept our best kept secret for a long time, I think, is our culture. Um, And through some encouragement and really some self-awareness, we're trying to get that message out a little more and be less of a Best kept secret in that way. And I think that it's certainly true of the realty team, and it's very true also of the property management team. And I commend you both for leading a culture that works in that way.
3: Well, thank you. you. Thank Thank you, you. Thank
0: you. So, did you answer the last question in the last, <laughs> or this question? The last question matter? Do you want to just?
3: Yeah, pr- no, probably so. I yeah. mean, like Shirley says, each day creates a new challenge, and from that challenge, and from that challenge, we get an opportunity. Or, Correct. And and we don't even view it as a challenge because I think it's just seamless. I just think we we uh, we really have such a great team. We just are, you know, we just are very very fortunate. Super.
1: I agree. Hashtag blessed. Love it. Love it, love it. So let's take a step back. So for someone that maybe has never used a property management company, right, um, please share maybe some types of services, you know, as far as the management services that Abbott Management provides um, to give the listeners, you know, a better snapshot of what that
2: looks like. Okay. Well, we manage rental homes, um, multifamily apartments, homeowners association, and commercial units, And we manage them for a variety of investors and owners. Um, We bring value to the owners and the investors with our Yardi software system, which is excellent. It's very efficient. We can provide timely reports, uh, financial reports, custom reports that investors require sometimes. And it's always very rewarding to be able, at the end of the day, to know that we've done the very best we can to protect and help maintain the investments for our owners.
1: Absolutely. Anything you want to add to that, Matt? Or she she sum it up
2: perfectly?
3: That sounds <laughs> perfect. You did mention our HOA management.
2: I did. You did, yep. as
3: well as our land management, too.
2: Land management, I did not. Do you want to elaborate on land management, Matt?
3: You know, we're just happy to... Uh, we're just happy to, if anybody has any um, property that they may be interested in in selling or uh, they may be interested in us helping them uh, through a development process or whatnot, we're always available and very interested in that side of the business as well. Okay, great.
0: So we've noticed over the last five to 10 years that you guys have really been adding a lot of third-party communities into the multifamily
3: portfolio. Can you share a little bit about what that really means? Sure. So third-party management is where we have no ownership in that management opportunity. So we work directly for the owners or owner of that uh, management opportunity that they bring to us. And this really gives us an opportunity to shine and share, frankly, what, uh, what what our successes have been. And it gives us an opportunity to provide those third-party owners uh, with our knowledge and help them uh, – earn more from their investment that they may not be receiving now.
2: I agree, Matt. That's very good explanation. And we have a lot of third-party owners who come to us, no ownership from Abbott in there, and they're either unhappy with their current management company or they've been trying to manage it themselves and they've decided they want to be free of the responsibility of the day-to-day So we have a process where we get the property set up in Yardie. In the beginning, it takes just a bit of time to get everything um, organized well the way, because we have Abbott uh, standards on how we want things done completely for the owner. So once we get it set up with the owner and the property, Then we began to manage it by Abbott standards, which frees up the owner to be able to have his own time. We have one owner that we manage a large number of units for, and he had been trying to do everything himself, which didn't really work. So, and he wanted to spend more time with his family in Florida, you know, take holidays, vacations away. (laughs) And so, who could blame him? (laughs) He gave us a test run. So we could do the financials first. You know, we could collect the rent. We could lease the properties. And then if we did that to his satisfaction, he would consider spending more time in Florida and give us more of the responsibility, reference the property. So it's actually worked out very well. We've managed for him for several years, have assumed more responsibility. But he's a very hands-on owner. So he still is there with turning the units sometimes, with some of the maintenance, but it has worked out extremely well. So that's kind of third-party management. You know, we have afforded him the ability, as time goes on, to spend more time with his family. Well said.
0: Now, Shirley, I've got a question for you. You've always um, said to me, whenever we get a a new management opportunity, uh, that our services are a la carte. Yes. So... For the listeners, can you share a little bit about what that means in case someone listening, maybe like you described with the previous
2: owner that wanted to start small and then turn it into more? Okay, yes. We always tell them when we do our presentation um, is that we can do a la carte. Like with this owner, we can do financials only, which would be collecting the rent, leasing, and um, sending him out his statements and making his owner disbursement. Or... We can do just the leasing. We do have some areas where we just qualify and lease in the rental homes. We call it a finder's fee, and we qualify the res- the applicant. We um, have them sign the lease, and then everything goes back over to the rental homeowner. In the apartments, we have some where they want us to do everything, which would be the leasing, collecting the rent, the legals... Um, Financials that go out every month to them in a timely manner on the same schedule. If they require custom reports, some of their investors prefer some reports different than the ones we normally give them. Accounting department will go in and create that report, that custom report that the owner is looking for, and that custom report maybe what he is used to, accustomed to. Also, those reports work better for him at year end when he turns over all of his income and expenses to his accountant. And we do work closely with the account- owner's accountants for whatever they need become, you know, at year end and everything. Tax season. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that wonderful tax season. Yes, so want we well,
1: it. this great flexibility yeah, to be yeah. able to cater specifically to whatever...
2: They're needing that's right. A la carte, whatever they request, we can customize in the Yardie system to give to them.
0: And does that include um, maintenance services?
2: Yes, yes. We can have they can have their own maintenance, which a couple of them prefer to um, control their expenses the way they want them. So they can have their own maintenance team, or we can do the maintenance for them with on-site maintenance, depending on the number of units, and that way we would know whether they need their own maintenance technician on their payroll or if we can do it in conjunction with other sites and share the expense.
0: I think it's a moment also to highlight not only are you two very, very tenured with the company, but a lot of your apartment management team on site, whether it be in the leasing offices or in the maintenance departments, a lot of those individuals are very tenured as well. So um, anything you'd want to share about that and how that can benefit the owner?
2: Okay. Um, on a recent interview with a potential owner for apartment community, um, the manager that we would have in that property there has been with us almost 10 years. Maintenance uh, tech and supervisors have been with us over 10. So I think our long-term loyal employees who are very knowledgeable about um, their duties, their daily duties, really makes a difference. It's not like you have someone that stays with you for 30 days and leave. We don't have a high turnover of employees. And I think that speaks well of Abbott, the company, and our guidelines that we have.
0: I think there's a lot of continuity to process and... That seems to help provide that Abbott Gold standard that we always strive for with every management agreement we have, whether it be one rental home or 75 units in Norfolk, whatever the case may be. That's correct. Very good.
1: So let's talk about, like, geographical location because our listeners could be all over the place. You know, the the whole, um, I think, target audience, of course, is Get Connected Hampton Roads. But talk about where do your services reach? Is it just the Virginia Peninsula or does it go beyond that?
3: That's a good point. You know, I think it's great for the listeners to understand that we do have a larger footprint than than they may be aware of in terms of uh, where we have been and continue to be uh you know of course we manage well throughout the peninsula and into the south side and maybe they're not aware of our our being on the other side of the uh water Uh, but we also are out of state uh we've managed uh throughout georgia communities throughout georgia as well as into uh tennessee uh presently uh we have a pretty nice uh a management team in North Carolina that does a marvelous job for us, uh, and we also uh, manage on the Eastern Shore. So we certainly um, we certainly have a good
2: footprint. Where did I miss, Shirley? Well, we have a quite a large number of rental homes over in Gloucester. That's right. And we have some in Williamsburg and in Suffolk, so that's the General Hampton Roads area, I think. You did well on that, Matt. So basically just give you a call in Yes. Go from there.
1: <laughs> Absolutely,
3: we are more than happy to uh, to to come see come see what we can help manage for you. Yes.
2: And I'd just like to say, you know, again, promoting the Yardy software. It's real time. So Matt can sit at his desk. I can sit at mine. We can view right then whether the property is in Georgia or Tennessee. Or in Hampton or Newport News, we can sit at our desk and we can see that the rents have gone in. We can see who's not paid or who has paid the rent. We can see the work orders um, that are in the systems, how many they have completed this week. Um, So I think being able to have the software that makes us, even though we're here in Newport News and the property could be in Tennessee, we can manage it that way. And it's all about having the right... Um, team members on site, you can travel there and, and go there to inspect, but you can also sit at your desk here and manage that property as well.
0: In
1: real time. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's kind of what he was talking about before about the technology, and I'm hearing systems, yes. right? Yes. So the right systems are in place to be able to you know, handle that wherever it might be.
2: And we have the right systems and we have loyal long-term employees that we trust, and they do a very good job, I think. And these systems were in place before
3: COVID. COVID um, didn't hinder our systems.
2: No. we Because of our systems, we never had to lay one employee off. We never had to reduce the hours for any employee or close any shops. Now, we did lock our doors some, but we still communicated online by phone. And I have to say, I don't think we missed a beat.
3: And and our third party folks certainly did benefit from that technology also. Yeah. And and um, that's just, you know, been very helpful. And I think in some ways it may have been unexpected.
1: So you worked safely and successfully. That's right.
0: All right. Well, you've probably seen a lot of stuff in the news about a changing real estate market. I'm sure our (laughs) listeners have too.
1: Shocking. (laughs) You
0: have to be under a rock not to hear about the housing market these days. Um, And although it's not residential sales, property management is impacted by what's happening in the residential sales market. And certainly we've seen a interesting multifamily market over the last few years. The market is now shifting. We know this. And it's all about finding opportunity in a shifting market. What are, in your opinion, what opportunities do you see for landlords and prospective investors in the next year or two?
2: Well, I'll speak specifically first about the rental homes. You know, um, during the great sales market, I mean, a lot of rental home owners who never really wanted to be a landlord to begin with. They were able to sell their properties, which was great, but our inventory went down. But we are now gradually seeing that inventory with the interest rates rising. Uh, that inventory is going back up because some of the homes are slow to sell. You know, people moving out of the area want to go ahead and get it sold. They need the income for their mortgage and so forth. So, they are now coming back to us to manage the property. We get at least to qualified applicants and they still have their income coming in with the rental with the rents. Um so you know as the market shifts, I think personally we are returning to what was something that we used to think of as normal with the rental homes. And then for this area here, we've seen a lot of investors come in buying um apartment communities and Some of them have their own management company, but again, as an opportunity coming into this area, they reach out to us for potential management, which is great, and the rents here have really gone up. We have our apartment communities have no vacancies. They have waiting lists everywhere for people who want to move, a lot of them from the homes that were sold, and they had nowhere to go to. So... No vacancies, waiting list, rents have really risen in this area, and I think they continue to rise. So that's a great opportunity for investors who are coming here, I believe.
3: So they're coming from other areas, and they view Hampton Roads as a as an easier market to buy in. Maybe it's a little bit of a cheaper market to buy in for the investment if you're in New York State or if you're in Chicago and you're looking for a portfolio that you can step into that maybe just has a little less price tag than than those large cities, and and um, so it's appealing. And we've been found, I guess that's the real thing. Our market's been discovered by uh, by those folks, and and um, we have strong rents. And you're right, there are properties that have long waiting lists, and and that is attractive. And and it um, and not everybody has that. And I think it really rolls back to our good management system that's in place. So strong rents, strong collections,
0: good returns for these investors. Yes, sir. Okay.
1: Sounds like happy investors. Yeah.
2: (laughs) That's right. That's what we want. That's right.
1: All right, so not really a question, but we, you know, obviously with getting connected, we want to make sure that we can stay connected, you know, for you guys. So for our listeners, let them know how they can connect with you guys and how they can find you, whether it's online, email, you know, all of that
2: great info. Okay, well, they can go to our website, abbottrentals.com, and if they go there, they can find out about our services, they can find out how to contact us, they can see the inventory that we have, be it rental homes, associations, apartment communities. So that's really the best place to go to is if they go there, they can reach us by telephone at 757-599-3335. But I believe our website, abbottrentals.com, would be the best way to find out about us and to reach out to us. Love it. Anything you want to share, Matt?
3: Shirley did a wonderful job, as she always does. And I think the other, I believe the other uh, great thing about people looking at the website is it will give them a full exposure of all that we do offer and what we've been up to over our last 75 years.
1: Very comprehensive. Good.
3: Well,
0: thank you both for joining us today. Uh, This has been really, really enjoyable. And I think we've all learned a little bit about the property management world. And thank you all for all you do. And I hope that we connect again soon.
2: Okay. Thank you much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, both of
0: you. Hey, thanks for listening and getting connected. This podcast is provided by
1: Abbott Realty, serving Hampton Roads in real estate since 1946 please stay connected with us on social at Abbott Realty. See you next time.